0: So I got to worry about it. Calling people in word when he thought he was on the break. Right, right. Right. Like I said, I talk like that anyway, man. On that music show, I dropped N-word probably every 30 seconds, so... And I hope need black motherfuckers lose the game. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. I was like, What's going on. <laughs> he was... He was... That- you know what? I didn't have a Snickers bar. My blood sugar was too high. Yeah. <laughs> the president
0: diabetic. man, I don't know yeah.
1: how you getting that
0: off. What? <laughs> yeah, my blood sugar ain't never dropping. I got racist. I know that's right. You Same on him
2: you. when you're hungry.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. ain't that that, that. that was
2: nuts. Damn. That's a
1: the house. I heard it.
3: I thought that was something
0: that
2: Travis ate or something. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was earlier
3: today. Yeah, I'm hearing it now. It's so funny, It's just getting
2: over here. I can hear it outside. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm right in the middle of it right now. So it's coming your way.
3: Yeah, it's cutting up over. It's cutting up over somewhere.
1: <laughs> Mr. Peavy in there already.
3: Mr. Peavy, what's up? We're going to talk about that, Mr. Peavy. Bless your heart. You still saying we. Bless your heart. <laughs>
0: Peavy,
3: we're going to give everybody about one more minute, and then we're going to get started. We got a hot show today.
1: Oh, Shaquille Griffin got
2: signed.
1: Yeah. It's oh, another one of them years. You don't know who's where.
2: Good evening, Miss Ham. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I was looking it up earlier about an hour ago just to see who got signed during the day. And I'm like, oh, wait. He got signed? Wait. What team?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was me all day. Oh, there go another crazy one. I'm going to bring that one up later.
2: I know the yeah, y'all have to bring him up because I, I don't know who all got signed today. I know the Bengals got signed a few guys today. Nobody gives
1: a shit. <laughs> the, Patriots uh, ain't one, gonna the Patriots got ain't gonna The Patriots got all
3: the topics. Tom, what's up, Tom? What's Tom up, what's in up? the building. Tom, get ready for straight from the hip night at uh at your movie theater. It's coming soon. We're gonna bring out everybody. Irving was gonna come down from from
1: uh, uh from DC from D. Washington DC. Oh, they go Andy go. Hey Tom, Dalton.
3: you feeling
0: better, brother? I know Tom was uh he was he wasn't feeling well earlier.
3: Uh-oh. Uh oh I know Miss Hood. Who ordered this rain? Miss Hood coming back from the beach. She been at the beach all week. Mm. Alright, so we're gonna go ahead and get started. Welcome to straight from the hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boo Mitchell, coming to you live from the Crown Road in Black Made. Man, I love coming up here every Monday night. The black manians love when I come up. Black man was gonna do the show, but uh, he heard Travis was gonna be on here, and the Travis hadn't cut his beard in a while. So Black man said he refused to do the show. With Travis looking like I hey, a uh, hey, uh, I don't know what Travis was looking like, like 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 one of the people that stormed the Capitol.
2: Black man said he wasn't happy. So <laughs> I look good. So I guess, I guess that means I, Black Man's never coming in since i have never shaved. So well,
3: that's Oh black no, Black weekend. said he. Black Black said he's he probably gonna be here next week. Uh-huh. So <laughs> y'all just uh, y'all pray for Travis that he has a safe week and that he's able to make it on here next week. Uh-huh. So Black Man said he will be on here next week. Uh-huh. So, okay. I don't know where Travis will be, but anyway, uh, we're gonna go in and get started. We have with us Big Er. Big Irv 716 from Washington, D.C. Big Irv, how you feeling tonight?
1: Doing all right. Doing all right, man.
3: Big Irv, I I need you tonight because I need you to bring a little sanity back to the NFL. It's it's a crazy day. I'm looking at some
1: craziness right now. I got the screen on in front of me.
3: Dude, I can't wait to hear the rest of them. (laughs) And, of course, with us, we have Mr. Travis. Travis, what's going on?
2: Oh, not much. Having a pretty good day. Had a good weekend. I got a new car this week, so that's pretty cool. So, uh, what kind of new car did you get? I got a Toyota Rav4. Toyota Rav4. Yep.
3: Grown ass man. Toyota Rav4. Hey, it does a, a grown car. man right? tell me bought
2: a Rav4. It's a good car. It's good enough for the for, for the for the for the kid on the way. So. Got I know, but kids. it ain't it ain't the kind of
3: car you talk about. As a grown man on a grown man show, so you just leave it out. Y'all, you gotta do is just be quiet. Don't say nothing. Oh, and by the way, don't say nothing. Now, if you had bought to... like a Mustang, hey, yeah, man, I got a doggone four barrel carbureted Mustang. I mean, that, that's how you come on and announce you bought a new car. You bought a Rav Four. I like it. What's selling them? Uh, Slows down every time you try to go uphill in it. <laughs>
2: Uh, Come on, true. Chad. Uh, true. And it's guarded, so it matches uh, South Carolina. So, Miss Hood,
3: Jason is here. He just ain't here. Guys, and, and that's a good point that Ms. Hood just brought up. That She said, what y'all do with Jason? Jason is here. He's just in the background getting all the toys together. So when we talk about stuff here in a few minutes, he'll be able to put up videos and do all that good stuff. And before the show ends, he'll join us. But right now, Jason kind of behind the scenes doing that thing that Jason does. It can't nobody else do. So that, that's what that's what Jason is right now. Understand this, and I need this to be clear. We can't do this without Jason. <laughs> so if we're here, Jason is here somewhere, <laughs> and I promise you, he's here right now. So y'all y'all know that Jason's here. Hey, Miss Peavy, Miss Peavy done jumped in here. What do you say, Miss Peavy? I uh, didn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Miss Peavy, not only did I have a baby on the way, I am officially a grandfather. Um, two weeks ago, it happened that uh, my son had a child. So I am now a grandfather. Her name is Amalyn Amani Mitchell. Um, she weighed about five pounds, eight ounces, I think she was. So thank you, Miss Peavy. Uh, for for saying that. I appreciate it. Mama and baby are healthy. Uh, My son was there. He was in the room and cut the umbilical cord and did all the things that a dad should do, and he's still doing all the things that a dad should do, so I'm very proud of him. He won't leave the baby's side hardly, and it reminds me a lot of me when I was his age and had my first one. I didn't want to leave mine either. So thank you, Mr. Butler. Thank you, everybody. Yes congratulations. Um, yes,
1: congratulations. And I
3: don't feel any any older or any less uh, uh, Black Mania <laughs> uh, for not uh, for you know for having a grandchild. Uh, I learned up here. Thank you, Miss Ham. I learned up here on Black Mania that you really don't hit your prime until you get your first grandchild. So I'm just telling. You, if anybody ready to jump on me right now. It, it ain't the right time. It ain't the right time right now
2: to try to jump on me right now. Uh, let you know that. Real quick, real quick, Miss Peavy, I did see that. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if he did, uh, but uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, we we announced it uh, last month, and we are due. Uh, oh, I forgot
3: she was talking about. Oh, she forgot about your baby. She didn't know about my baby. Oh my God, I thought she was talking about my baby. I forgot Travis got one on the way. That we're hoping and praying it's going to be a little girl. <laughs> I'm down by that. Because yeah. we don't want to be a little boy. I just try to play basketball and stuff. And I had to put my little boy out there playing basketball with
2: him. Uh-huh. And then me and Jazz won't be to be friends no more. <laughs> anyway, hey, I don't know, let's go ahead and get started. My son would play basketball, coach. but he'll play soccer. I don't know. I hope not. he probably go out there and learn how to shoot a shotgun when he's.
3: Five years old. I know. And that where y'all start, about five years old? Not I just mean. shooting guns. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, big news of the week is my prayers were finally answer. Drew Brees decided to step down and retire. I've been asking for it for at least the last three years, probably five years. I've been asking for it. Um, I think it's long overdue. I hope he stays with it and doesn't pull the Brett Far And, you know, because uh, there's going to be a lot of people, I, I guarantee you, pressuring him to try to come back and all this other stuff. Uh, in his wake, you know, they they signed Taysom Hill to a big contract. They got rid of Jameis Winston. No, they signed, uh, signed Jameis They signed James Winston. Oh, they did
1: sign him? Yeah, they signed him.
3: Okay, so they cut him and then re-signed him. I heard they let him go, and then they must have re
1: I think he only had, like, a one-year deal. Yeah.
3: I he only had a one-year deal, so okay, I got you. He became a free agent for a yes. day, yes. and then they must have signed it back. That right. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. I'm glad y'all paying attention to it. I, I looked at the little bottom line on ESPN, and that's all I had time for. So, I know Irv. I see Irv looking at the screen right now.
1: Too Irv much going gonna on right now.
3: It. Irv going to give us all the news. It's too much. So anyway, well, let's talk about Drew Brees first. Okay. What do you think about Brees finally hanging up his cleats?
1: Well, I I know he could throw another five thousand if he wanted to, but uh, yeah, with with that with that injury that he had last year, showed that it was long overdue. He should have been gone. Uh, good career. Definitely not top one or two in this particular area that he played, just because too many smart quarterbacks was in the league at the time. But he's definitely first ballot. And uh, thank you for what we've seen. I appreciate you, Drew. But uh, it's your time to move on, man.
3: I hear Travis. What you got? Uh,
2: As everyone knows that watches this show, this one hurts. I I am a Drew Brees fan. I've been a Drew Brees fan since he was at Purdue University uh, his sophomore year when I started watching him. So I followed his career. He's been my favorite quarterback since the day he got drafted. First pick, second round to the San Diego Chargers. So um, Obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, To me, uh, he ranks right up there. uh, Top ten, obviously, possibly top five quarterbacks of all time. I'm not sure if he would be top five only because of the Super Bowl wins. He only has one compared to some of these other guys. And a lot of that isn't on him, it's on the defense and the team that's around him, but he's definitely a top 10 uh, all-time quarterback. Uh, Leads, going out now, leads the NFL in passing yards, second in the entire NFL in career touchdowns, also leads in most passes completed, and uh, is one-tenth of a percentage point Behind Deshaun Watson, who's still playing for best career uh, completion, completion percentage in NFL history, okay. so he's got. Can I ask a court. question? So congratulations.
3: Can I ask a question, Trent? Yes. Why does it hurt so
2: bad? Because <laughs> again, I've been, I, I, I this has been my favorite quarterback since he got drafted. Okay, but I
3: mean, you expect
2: him to play for I'm I mean, not, of course not. He, I, I, he I do, not allowed to retire. No, not at all. I, he's, I, I'm, I'm glad he's going to retire because he was showing the effects the last few years and getting older, and his shoulder was having some problems. But it's it still stinks because he's my favorite player, right? Like no. when your favorite player is going to retire, whoever that is, you're going to, you know, it's going to suck. But you understand. I totally I don't.
3: I, I, I disagree with you. I'm telling you, like Michael Jordan. I, I never wanted Michael Jordan to go play for the damn Wizards, and I never wanted Emma Smith to go play for Arizona. I never wanted Montana to go play for Kansas City. I mean, that dang sit your ass down. If your career is over, I'm happy for you. I'm happy. Like when even I Barry uh what's his name uh play for the for the Lions? Barry Sanders. No, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Thank you. Barry Sanders when he retired, you know what I said? Good for him. If he wants to retire, let that will be retired. I agree. I mean, the bottom line is that. I'm not arguing the fact that he shouldn't retire. I'm just saying as a fan, it stinks because
2: then we're not, we're not going to be able to see him play ever again. That's what I'm trying to say. I, but my point
3: is, is, is at some point, I think that you just have to be good with him sitting his ass down somewhere. I mean, when Tom Brady retires, whenever that's going to be, I'm going to be glad. <laughs> I ain't going to be damn which I wish I could see, Bray, Goddamn, damn, you've already seen it for 16 years. How long has Drew Brees been in the game? 15, right.
2: Uh, 15 or 16? 15
3: or 16. I mean, you, you want to be happy about seeing him out there next year, which might cause him Sorry. five, five last years on his life, and, and a knee and a shoulder and all that other chance. that might be jacked up for your entertainment and your enjoyment. Let that man go and sit down somewhere.
2: 20 years for Drew Brees. He's played 15 with the Saints. That's right.
3: 20 years. And 20 years ain't enough.
2: I'm not saying that it wasn't enough. I'm just saying it, it stinks that my favorite player has, has retired. That's all I'm saying. I, congratulations to him. I'm glad. I'm glad for it because he's earned it. He deserved it. Again, it's 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 a me. I'm sad that I'm not going to be able to watch him again. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I, I
3: disagree. And Keisha, Keisha ain't been on this show in a long time. Don't come on here talking shit and, and trying to mess things up. Time <laughs> that you agree with trying to trying to get on my nerves already. <laughs> my line is, guys, my face on our fans. <laughs> we cannot sit back here and and expect people to play forever. Yeah, I'm gonna miss him too, but I'm also happy that he's sitting his ass down. Thank you. I agree with you, Mr. P. Some of these guys <laughs> play way too long.
2: Yeah, that's
3: just like right now. uh, Who's who my running back needs to sit his ass down?
2: Frank uh, Gore. Gore
3: one of them. Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Peterson, yeah. Peterson needs to sit down somewhere. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Guys, <laughs> let these people go somewhere. Y'all are the reason why they stand out there too long. Oh, please, Adrian, don't go. Uh, you still got it. No, you don't. The hell you do. Just now, like Drew Brees. Now, Coach. Drew Brees, and they had it for like five years
1: now. Now, Coach, somebody put $10 million they, in your face, you, you going back?
3: But, but, well, not at, not at the risk of the fact that I can't play basketball with my child in our driveway. He can still I the mean, money right now. I might have to think about my that one. The is money for these guys has been taken care of a long time ago. That's just like we said. Brady restructures this contract. Brady don't need no money. That's the last thing, Brady is going to be just like Michael Jordan after he gets done. He's going to have shoe lines and football lines and all kind of mouthpiece lines. They're going to have all this different <laughs> stuff, but Tom Brady's name on it. Tom Brady ain't going to need a dog. So money, should, for somebody who's been playing for 20 years, money being a factor? Hell no. Money is no factor for somebody been playing 20 years somebody been playing three, four, five years, maybe. Yeah. Somebody's been 20 years, money better not be a factor. So the bottom line is, is that I don't care how much money it is, you need to start thinking about, man, am I going to be healthy? Am I going to be able to walk my daughter down the aisle? All of those things. I'm not trying to be in a wheelchair when my daughter gets married and I can't walk her down the aisle. I mean, those are the kind of things you need to start thinking about. So anyway... Let's go ahead and get to the free agency uh, <laughs> while we're oh, talking on this, on this subject. What, <laughs> Jay, got it. What you got there, Jay? Here we go. Jay looking at the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, is, is that tough. what you're looking at, Jay? I think that's just I the, the top, top free agents. Questions. This is the free agent
1: list. Yeah, it's the full free agent list.
3: Okay, Jay has the full free agent list. Uh, we all know about Dak Prescott. We know about Chris Godwin, signed with the Buccaneers. Yeah. That was interesting right there. Yeah,
1: Alan uh, the Rob- franchise tag,
3: yeah. uh, Allen Robinson by the Bears. Yeah. Uh, agree or disagree with that?
1: As the Bears, I would agree. As Agreed. If I was Allen Robinson, I would hate
2: it. So, I, Amen. I, 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 I agree 90%. with you on that. One hundred percent agree with that.
1: Just with that statement, if you're the Bears, you do it. If you're Alan
3: Robinson, you hate the franchise tag. Exactly. Because he was obviously Kenny ready Galladay. to get out. Yeah, I tell you what, everybody talks all this stuff about receivers. A lot of these ones are the ones getting the franchise tags these days. I mean, a lot of them. Yeah. More, more, more than I would have thought.
1: That Kenny Galladay one is interesting. Yeah. He has ahead yeah.
3: hands just somebody. Uh, with uh, Stafford,
1: right? Yeah, and he hasn't played a full season in the last couple of years.
3: Nope. I, I know, but you got to go on the promise. So what, what, what's your receiver, Travis? They ain't played football in about five years now. Out of UGA.
0: Oh.
2: AJ
3: <laughs> Green? AJ
1: Green.
3: When last time AJ Green
1: played? <laughs> a full season? It's been a while. I think he did it's it on like, purpose last year.
3: Trent Williams was was uh was a big surprise to me too, that, uh, that actually that they let him go. I I didn't know, I didn't think that would
1: happen. Yeah, I didn't either. I think that I thought they was Trent gonna Williams resign him for quickly.
3: Trent
2: years has been the has been the man on the offensive line.
1: I thought he was gonna get resigned very quickly.
2: I did too. I'm surprised that no one's picked signed him. I'm only the only thing I can think of. is asking for too much money.
3: Stop about right there, Jason? Now, now this signing right here, Levante David, mm-hmm. is re-signed by the by the Buccaneers, that is a great indication that the Buccaneers are still gonna be somewhere. First of all, they're in the worst, one of the worst divisions in football in the NFC South. Because everybody sucks in that division. <laughs> they're gonna suck even more now with Breeze being gone. So, like I said, that uh that's a good for you right there that Tampa Bay was able to get done what they wanted to get done I also heard that Gronkowski re-signed too for one year yep. so Gronk is coming back yep. of course to be with his boy one year ten million dollars What's that song must be nice Hunter Henry tight end where did Hunter Henry wind up
1: New England
3: New England get out of here yep
1: they picking They're everybody New off New
3: Cam Newton won't be able to find him either.
2: And and Johnny Smith they they and John, yeah. tight ends now.
1: And they picked up a couple receivers. Yep.
3: Interesting.
2: One of them a former But Will Fuller
1: go. He he's still uh, unsigned. He, he has he's unsigned yet. He hasn't signed anyone.
2: Okay. Yeah. Hey, the uh, breaking news. Hold on, tonight.
3: there's another one. Shaq Barrett. Oh, you got Shaq Barrett back? No, so the I two was, guys didn't want to get back.
2: I was pissed about that because apparently it came down to the Bengals and the Bucks, but because Tom Brady took that pay cut, the Bucks had enough money to resign him. Yep. Well, well, Travis, let Travis, let's keep it real, Travis. It never really
3: came down between the Bengals and the Bucks. Trust me. <laughs> that, that that's like saying I'm either gonna choose some some monkey poo poo or a cookie. <laughs> So don't don't act like you're chained down
2: between those those two choices. Whatever. <laughs> hey, uh, we do have a little bit of uh, late breaking news. The Atlanta Falcons just made a trade. Oh yeah. What they trade? They traded a late round pick for tight end Lee Smith
1: from Buffalo.
2: Ooh, that's shadow. Oh, stop the show! <laughs> stop the show! <laughs> I was informing oh. all the Falcon fans who didn't
3: know. Thank you. It nice you, coach. I, I have some video of <laughs> what's <that happened? laughs> Lee Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's
1: a couple it's a couple signers that just happened a couple of seconds ago. <laughs> so Emmanuel Sanders went to Buffalo. Yep. Oh, you know Uh, what?
3: That's a big sign. That's a big
1: sign right there now. Janoris Jenkins from the Saints went to the Titans. That's
3: interesting.
1: Now, this might be an interesting one for you. Jacoby Brissett went to Miami. Brissett? So, I don't think they got confidence in Tua down
2: there. I guess not. That's crazy. Tyrod Tyrod side with Houston. Tyrod got
1: with Houston. Mr. Redhead. That, that's
2: just in case. That's in case they can't get the shot back.
3: No. But they're not gonna get the shot back.
1: Oh, in the Combine King, John Ross went to the Giants. No,
3: that's that's Travis's boy now. Don't talk about John Ross. <laughs> that's Travis's boy right
1: there.
3: Why is he my boy? Just cause he played for the Bengals? No, because you did all that talk about how he was so fast and so big. It's so strong. He was and, big. and he, he was going to be a big target for your new quarterback. Oh, you talk about John Ross like he was a damn black man or somebody. Like
2: Whatever. Corey Davis <laughs> signed with the Jets. That's not bad for the Jets. That's a solid wide receiver there.
1: That's a good one for the Jets.
2: Yeah. Oh, the Patriots also signed Nelson Aguilar.
1: Patriots are going to sign everybody. Y'all want him? Trade for him. Come our
3: way. uh it matters. Y'all talking about Brady. It was a Brady thing, not a, not a Belichick thing. He got to get back to the Super Bowl this
1: year. Yeah, he, he's not playing no game. Look, most of the insiders are tired of announcing stuff. They're taking a break.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is interesting that more stuff happens on day two than day one, like almost every single year.
1: Always.
3: Well, that's because it's just like in chess. Once somebody makes a move, now everybody else has to react to those moves. And I mean, you got, you know, 30, 31 other teams that got to react to a move that somebody made. So that's why that is. I mean, obviously, that, that's why why you have that happen. Uh, Mr. Pete said Dash is not worth the money he got. He said he's sorry. But uh, Dash ain't worth that money. He is in the Romo category. He can't win the games they need. That's what Mr. Peavy said.
1: So Miss
3: Peavy, wow. Peavy came back from downstairs and said, he is not any worse than Matt Ryan. Oh. Well, Listen, I'm going to tell you why we need to get together and have this straight from the hip night at uh, at Tom's Theater because we need to get Mr. and Miss Peavy in the same room talking to each other because <laughs> cause I thank you. I think this is the only time they get talking to each other is on this show. He's upstairs and she's downstairs and both of them on different computers talking to each other. Cause they going at it right now in the peak I ain't mad at you mean.
2: Hey, I will say Matt Ryan <laughs> just, just helped out uh, all you Atlanta Falcon fans cause he uh just restructured his contract uh, for twenty. Who did? Matt Ryan. He just restructured his contract and took twenty a twenty one million dollar base salary and spread the rest of it over a three year bonus. So now the only oh, now officially under the cap. Just That's the great! Bonus. Oh, I'm so excited for him, man. That is gonna make them
3: so much better. I'm just saying. oh my god, oh my god, they're gonna give the Bucks a real run. Wow! Thank <laughs> you for that, Travis. You're welcome. Straight from the hip, y'all hear that? I mean, everybody excited for the, for the A?
1: Oh, my word. Miss, uh, Keisha said it's the least he could do Travis. The
2: least. Former Atlanta Falcon Tack McKinley got signed, too. Lord have mercy. Uh,
3: come on, what we got
2: next? I'm not trying to sit there and talk about no damn Atlanta Falcons on this show. Now, one more. I owe it. Okay, well, uh, we can talk about the uh, NCAA March Madness. Yeah, let's talk about that. Cause we go, we got to call
3: out Jason. Got Jason, you might have to come on here oh, and, and put your face in the place to defend yourself oh, man. the way I'm finna talk about you. Got Let me explain bracket. to everybody what happened. Okay. Travis went on Facebook and created a straight from the hip bracket buster bracket challenge whatever you want to call it, Tournament for everybody. On and his instructions were downloaded, you know, do this, do that. You got all these instructions on what to do. And then Travis hit the enter button. While Travis's finger was still on the enter button, Jason put done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep.
0: That, that bracket in 30 seconds, my man <laughs> <laughs> I said. Uh, I don't know who none of these people are, but I know one thing I'm going all chalk. Everything else, and I, said to Jason, <laughs> I said to Jason on Facebook, What the hell you mean, duh? <laughs> Hashtag last place as he saw <laughs> that. I got to the point I got so lost about who I wanted to choose. I said, come in real quick. She goes, I said, look at these names. Tell <laughs> one you can say. That's who I'm picking. So my final bracket ended up with like Michigan and
3: Purdue so yeah. is <laughs> a Yeah, she knows. When I tell you her the electron, the electrons haven't even stopped flowing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you always got one though. It's always one person that does it.
0: <laughs> I said chunk, 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 chunk. I don't know. I don't know half them teams. I couldn't even tell you who coached, who played,
2: where they located. If they had the a name in the name, I'm, I'm out. Dalton, where? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I was out, bro. Done, I was shocked. I'm like, Jason didn't put it bracket together. I've known him for 18 years. He's
3: never done one damn bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you this. And, and technically, I still ain't done one because if you look at the bracket I put in, that's yeah. you might as well just want uh, to close my eyes and do darts. No, now, no, I will nobody, see this no in your defense. If you look at the people who win this thing every year, you're like, how in the hell could they pick that that way? Always. I mean, who would pick you know, number 15 Georgetown to upset, you know, number one Michigan. I've done you know, it or something like that. I mean it, it is just something that's just totally like there's no way they could have done that, you know, unless they did what Jason did. And you're right, Keisha, he might win. He might win by doing it that way. Cause uh I'm just saying it was funny to me because I was just like I didn't, even, I didn't even
0: have time to go out there and listen to the break. Well, I'm a man with a goal and a lot of focus, man. I had to get in and handle it. go. <laughs> you know, hey, it went in, right? But, but really everybody, um, it is
2: on ESPN, the tournament challenge app, uh, on their website. Uh, <clears throat> it is a public group. All you have to type in is F S F T H. Right right there, straight from the hip. And just hit the hit the join button. We're not doing it for any money, it's just a little bragging rights. We thought it'd be a little fun thing to do with everyone. So invite your friends. Does you know, it's it's a completely public group with no limit. I, I think I did set that we just wanna have, you know, each individual that does it only turn in one bracket. We don't need, you know, coach to put in seventeen brackets. But uh put in, everyone please just put in one bracket. It'll be fun to see who comes out on top of it. So Okay,
3: then, gets, so now, from the head. See, see, Mr. P, you say, why do I pick on Travis? On the white trash, like, I'm going to put it in right. <laughs> bracket. I ain't putting it in one. I listen, I'm just like, did everybody see Zion Williams when they asked Zion Williams who was going to win? He yeah. said, if Duke is not in it, I am not interested. That's it. I'm the same way. Y'all know I'm a douchey. You know I'm a douchey. And if Duke ain't in, I don't have nothing to do. I'm done. I don't. If cocaine in it, I'm y'all go ahead. I'm good. So you're a Duke. You speak a lot of Duke. <laughs> Now I will say this. I will say this. I think it is disappointing to, if you're any kind of basketball fan, college basketball fan, to not have Kentucky and not have Duke even in the tournament. I think that, that that's a huge letdown. If you are a true college basketball fan because of what they've meant to this tournament for the last 25, 30 years. I know Duke made 24 in a row, and now they're out this year on 25. But um, I just think that's a shame, and I hate that, you know, everything happened the way that it did. And I'm afraid, I'm going to tell you what I'm really afraid of, because of the environment that we have right now, because they've got four or five teams sitting and waiting that if one of these teams gets out because of COVID, contact testing or whatever, these four or five teams will move in and take their place.
1: Now, I think today was the last day, though. So and that
3: was today's last day? Yeah. Right? that was today. Yeah, that was today. Okay. Um, so, like I said, I just knew they had that. I know when they were going to stop that. But I would still hate for a team that's on a roll to somehow somebody hit it, and then they're going to have to forfeit. Or something like that. And I will be very surprised if we make it through the tournament without that happening. I mean, I know everybody talks about football. Basketball is a whole lot more in your face than football is. In football, at least you got the helmets and, you know, they can't really get up on each other. In basketball, them jokes out there laying up on each other in everybody's face the whole time. I mean, the whole time. That's what the game's all about, being in somebody's face. So I can I, I would be very surprised if everybody makes it through without somebody having to forfeit. Mr. Pete says it's all a ripoff and it's all being controlled by lost Vegas. Come on now. That's what Mr. Pete said. So Mr. Pete said that the uh the commissioner uh, of the NCAA is sitting over there with a little control thing in his hand, and they got a chip in the rim, and they got a chip in the basketball. And so he can put it, just hit the in or out, and make the ball either go in or go out, and control the whole, and they're right, Mr. Peavy, and about, and about how it works. Uh, Miss Peavy said, don't leave the Tar Heels out. What, well, oh, what, well, that's not the Tar Heels. Uh, I, I thought the Tar Heels
1: no, was in there. They it. made it. They're they in there. They're, they're in, Miss Peavy. They're,
2: they're a nine seed. They played Wisconsin in the first round. Or maybe they're
3: an eight seed. They play Wisconsin. They're either an eight or a nine seed. There Yeah, and and Mr. Butler said Big Ten looks strong. Yeah. Ah, they're okay. I I, I that we'll see. We'll see about the Big Ten. They they got a habit of choking and, and uh in a lot of times and stuff like this. So we'll see. I know Alabama's in there representing the SEC, and uh, a lot of people picking Alabama to be in the at least the final four. Is Alabama got all the two this year? The people who know. Um, yeah, they're in there, Ms. Peavy. Ms. Peavy said she don't see them on the bracket. Jazz, where they at? In what in what, uh, what? region are they in? So they're
2: in the I south.
1: Just, yeah, I just saw them.
2: Right here. See Baylor, North Carolina, Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, if you look yeah. at the top part of the bracket, they're yeah, up the there. Yeah,
2: the top part of the bracket. Right there. Oh, Mr. P said players are shaving points.
3: Whoa! But Mr. Beavy, Mr. Peavy that became a complete... Uh, what do you call them? Don't <laughs> the people out there always wondering about something going on? Oh,
1: conspiracy, conspiracy theory.
3: Conspiracy. conspiracy, thank you. Conspiracy theory, Mr. Peavy. Wow. Las Vegas and shaving points. All right, well, now that we got Mr. Peavy straight, the world is a better place. Yep. Go ahead. All right, Chad, what are we going come to go to next, Chad? Jay, you want to talk about uh, this This trash-ass basketball announcement?
1: Yeah, we got to do that.
3: Let's talk about that. Yeah, go for it. Folks, I don't know if you heard somewhere down in Oklahoma where where nobody on the planet wants to live right now, there was a high school basketball announcer doing a girls basketball game. Once again, he did not know that his mic was hot. And I'm going to let Jason play it for you so that you can hear what this man had to say.
1: I didn't hear it all the way
3: be right back here live after the national anthem, ladies and gentlemen. It's, not. it's not? Third <laughs> I oh, don't Some of you might not have uh, been able to hear. What's going on, Mo Goody? Mo Goody's on the show, y'all. So uh y'all y'all have to excuse me if I start getting a little ugly. Cause anytime he's on the show, it's gonna be ugly. Cause he's ugly. So anyway, uh anyway, if y'all didn't hear it, the man said uh, oh, they're kneeling for the national anthem. Then he called them F and n and then he said, uh, I hope they lose and things of that nature mm. because he was upset about them kneeling for the National Anthem. <clears throat> so, I'm going to let her I'm going to let you take it first. And then after that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join. After Travis, I'll come back around with my comments.
1: First is just, I don't want to say get over it, but when will we all get over it? Like, Apparently, and it's still true, you got to do stuff like this to get people's attention. So it's like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, people are still seeing issues that's going on. When will it click in your head that it might not be an issue that you like, but why not just try to figure out what the problem is and, and help fix it? But, you know, seeing reactions like this, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I know people in this area and it's mostly black in this area where i'm at and they still think that way and to be honest most of them are black people so this is not a white black issue It's some people out there that that's all colors that still see this as a problem to take a knee for something that you feel needs to be changed so i mean if if these kids are still doing it and we're like what eight years later <laughs> some things still need to be changed so with, i agree with this announcer yeah, yeah with this announcer man and i'm glad he got fired for it but he, he needs to change his mindset man
2: Travis. i agree yeah i'm glad he got fired um it, it, for me at least it was a little, this is the first time i I'd, I'd heard about it but this is the first time i saw the video It was a little grainy um, so I was catching about every other word on it, but I could hear that I can't believe these people are kneeling something, 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 you know, FD players or whatever. So just a stupid, you know, stupid idiot that, you know, thinks he knows better and just needs to shut his mouth and just people need to learn. So, yeah. Go ahead, Coach.
3: Well, first of all, as far as the girls needs and I'm going to address that, Because what you guys got to understand, and I see it every day as a coach, I see kids line up at wide receiver in a stance, not that they are taught by their high school coach, but what they see on TV. They're doing exactly what they see pro athletes, especially in girls' basketball. Because the biggest protest I see on sports are are not the, the men, the women. Those women will go out there wearing, you know, all kind of stuff on their jerseys, on the front, the back, everything. They all kneel, every anthem, whatever, and they they do not care. They ran Kelly Loftner off of the doggone. They didn't want her to be an owner anymore. Yeah. But Atlanta Dream. I mean, the bottom line is those women are so passionate about what they're trying to do. And so the little girls do the same thing they're emulating what they see those women do because those are their heroes. And so they feel it's appropriate to do that, and they do it. So I'm not faulting those little girls or anybody else who's deciding they want to do that because, like I said, we got role models up here who are are doing it, and so they're following the role model. Now, as for this guy, I, I love it that when this happens because, I mean... Obviously, he didn't know his mic was hot. Now, this is the same guy who's been going around shaking the hands of black folks and smiling in their faces and got all these friends. And, you know, I understand he's a very well-known guy as far as basketball is concerned. He's like Mr. Basketball. And he makes a whole lot of money off of folks playing basketball. And guess who those folks are who normally play basketball? the very same people he's out there talking about and calling names and everything else. So I hope and pray, I'm going to go add it on my prayer list tonight, that he doesn't get another dollar from anybody that he's out there calling names. That is disgusting to me that he would act like that. And then I hear he wanted to blame it on his blood sugar. He had diabetes and his blood sugar was low. And so that causes him to say things and do things he wouldn't normally do. I mean, here's me. This is me right now. I'm telling you right now. This is the one thing I'm going to do. If I say something, I might be wrong It's two left shoes, as my ex-wife used to say. I might be dead wrong, but guess what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, well, you know what? That's the way I believe you. That's, That's the way I feel about it. And if I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. I'm telling you right now, that's the way I feel about it. But the bottom line is for you to sit up there and try to blame it on your blood sugar being low, and so that brought, I guess, the racism to you, because you're saying that you weren't racist, racist anyway, so it ain't like right. it could bring you out of you. You're telling me that the diabetes brought racism into your body and caused you to say that. Cause it's not in you to normally say stuff like that. Well, I'm glad this is a family show, because I can't really say on it what I want to say, but I'm so sick of this stuff, it, it it's just it's it's just absolutely crazy to me. Cause growing up my background, when there were black, white, Asian, Hispanic, all over Moody Air Force Base, and we all found a way to coexist and be together and very rarely did anybody even mention anything about color or, or even acknowledge that you were a different color from the person across from you. And to have to deal with this kind of stuff in this day and age, shame on all of us, shame on everybody, because this should have been stomped out long time ago. And I'm very hopeful because I see the passion in my children and the way that they are about racism, and I see the passion in other children, even on TV. Where you know I'm, I'm sitting there watching something the other day. One of these real you know, housewives shows, whatever. They were showing a clip from it on TV the other day, where the kids were like, "We don't want to be around these people because they're they're using the N word." And they and and you see kids of all races in that generation say. I'm sick of this bull crap, cause it don't make any sense, and it doesn't. And so, whatever the FCC or whoever, or I heard that those girls have been Crump now is an attorney. Oh, he finds something he can hit that joker with to sue him or do whatever. I hope whatever can befall him befalls him, because I'm so sick of people doing this and pretty much getting away with it and and not having anything done about. it. Because it's absolutely ridiculous, especially when you're talking about some little girls out there going out there trying to play a doggone basketball game. I mean, some children. And I'm a huge advocate for children, and I hate when this kind of stuff goes on around a bunch of doggone kids. I mean, how it, can it get any worse than that? I mean, that's just awful. So anyway, I'm sorry I had to get on my, uh, on my soapbox there, but guys... I mean, when, when are we going to fix this? When, when are we going gonna, to gonna, gonna stop this from happening? It's terrible. Anyway, let's move on. I hear that joke too much air time as it is anyway. What do we got next, Travis?
2: Uh, what do we have? Um, let me see. Uh, NCAA College Coaching Carousel.
3: Guys, I, I called Jason. I was watching ESPN. All I do is read the bottom line. I do watch the show this wrong. I'm just trying to find out what's going on in the world of sports. So I'm sitting there watching the bottom line, and they brought up NCAA football. So normally, especially this time of year, it's one or two little flurries, and then it moves on. Dude, NCAA no, basketball. It was basketball. NCAA basketball. It's probably basketball,
2: yeah.
3: I know, dude. There are so many coaches who have been fired already yep. and also coaches who've already been hired. Fired. Dude, they had, it stayed on there for like 10 minutes just announcing all the hirings and the firings of these coaches. And I might need Jason, Jason, I might need you to get back in here and join this discussion because you said some, some things to me the other day That I know I won't be able to say back. But uh, Jason was telling me why that is. And I want to see if you guys agree with what he's saying. But let's start with you, Travis. Travis, tell me why that is, because I'm not a basketball guy. Tell me why that is you think that there are so many coaches, and the season just ended, but there are so many coaches who are being fired and hired in the NCAA right now.
2: Well, I think it's, you know, so for most. Uh, teams 70-80% of the teams in the NCAA their season's done yeah the NCAA's tournament's going on in the NIT but if you didn't make either one of those your season's done It's just like the NFL right we have so many coaches that get fired on what do they call it Black Black Monday right? the day after so there's just of course a more more amount of college basketball Mm. than there are NFL so they wait until the end of the season I am surprised with it being a COVID season and all everything that has happened in terms of training. Most teams didn't have but two or three pre not preseason, but non-conference games to kind of boost up their resume, boost up their win total schedule, what have you. They kind of went straight into uh, conference play. And that probably didn't help. If, you, if they had any type of COVID pause or had any type of COVID issue on their team, they were going to miss games. and probably didn't get them make-up, so they didn't even get to play a full season. Um, but, it, it, you know, just like in the NFL, once these seasons are over, coaches are going to get fired. And I am a little surprised at some of them. Um, some of them, others I'm not. Um, and, and, you know, coaching, especially in basketball, a lot of it, I think, is a name factor, especially when it comes to hiring. College basketball teams like to hire named coaches if they can, even if they're maybe not be the greatest coaches. One example, you guys, one example real quick I'll give you guys is uh, Richard Patino, Not Rick Pitino, Richard Pitino, former now coach of the University of Minnesota was there for eight years, made the tournament two years out of eight years, but because he's Rick Paterno's son, he already has a new coaching job. He got fired yesterday, and he's the head coach today. Like, that's, okay. just, that's just what's going on for basketball
3: this year. Let me ask Jay. Let me get Jason real quick, Ernie. I'm going to come to you. Okay. Jay, tell him what you told me. I, I like what you have to say. Well, I was saying I think just the
0: landscape in college basketball is different now, and the patience is a lot slimmer now because – A lot of your guys are one-and-done guys. So if you get a coach in there, and if in two to three years, especially in two years, he can't produce any results, he's losing half his roster. So what makes you think that he's going to produce better results in the next years coming when a lot of these guys are one-and-done? So you're going to see this coaching carousel in college basketball a lot more because they think if you get the right one or two recruits, you should be able to make the tourney, at least get far enough deep to save your job. You go two years, three years at the most, and you can't do any of that? they're not going to have any faith in you because you're no longer keeping guys three and four years that can I'll say, hey, well, you know what? This guy will develop into that guy, so give me four years to do this. They're not giving you that time because that guy could be gone at this second year, third year at the worst, but most of these real, real stars or the best players are gone at the one year. So now if you can't get it done in two, maybe two and a half, they give you, the, you the pink slip now. It's time to go. like You got to
2: get up out of there. I agree, but the only problem with that is, you know I, I totally agree with what he just said, The problem with that from a coaching standpoint is, yeah, you got these stars for one year. How difficult is it to build team chemistry in one year, right? Like You're bringing in new guys every single year, maybe only one player or two players, but still on a basketball team that only has 12, 13, 14 guys, that could be a, a, a major significant factor. If the guy's a starter and it's a starter, you run your
0: – Well, I think it. also you got to kill – I mean, and, and Irvin, when he goes, he'll speak to this probably more than all of us. You, What you're saying is probably right 20 years ago. But with AAU, most of these kids are playing with guys they never played been before with. They yeah. Yeah. play with them on a weekend and jump into the chemistry after two practices. So you get a whole offseason with these people. Like, you can't make that excuse as a coach. Like, my AAU team can go in there and get three practices and, and get chemistry. You had an old season with these kids. Like, what's the problem? But I, I let her because Irv has actually been in that circuit, so he can talk to her better than all of us. Come
3: on, And, come
1: and, on, and another crazy thing that's hurting a lot of players and coaches right now is the transfer portal. Yeah. So you got a lot of – and it's crazy because now I'm trying to tell a lot of guys that's coming through high school um, that, that come through the rec center that I used to go through. You know, you got to take your recruiting very serious now. Like, you don't know if the coach that's recruiting you is going to stay there because he got a better job. You don't know if the coach is going to get fired because you're taking somebody's spot and, and the player that's ahead of you getting upset and he wants to go in the transfer portal. So you got to take it very seriously. Like, of course, everybody, you know, all the coaches are recruiting you and telling you the one thing. This is the most important decision of your life. We want you to understand that when you come to this school, it's not for, for sports, it's for what's going on after sports. But in actuality... Most of these kids ain't thinking about nothing past the two, three years. So it's either I'm playing one year and the second year I'm going to the league or the coach is going to develop me and I, if he's not, I'm going to another school. And it's it's hurting the coaching carousel as well. And and just like Travis said, you know, most coaches are just getting picked up just by name. Like um, it's, it's a lot of good young coaches out there that doesn't have a big name that's not getting these opportunities because – when they finally do get the opportunity, a guy like, I'm just using that as an example because it didn't really happen, but a guy like Juwan Howard, who wants to coach, is going to get picked up in Michigan because that's his alma mater. You know what I mean? Or same situation like here, close to here, uh, Juan Dixon, who used to play at Merlin, uh, they fired their coach because um, I mean, Coppin State, where he's at right now, they fired their coach because they found out he was interested in coaching and hired him. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's it's a, it's a lot tougher right now for colleges now. Um, and then with the kind play, like, uh,
3: kind of like Jerry Stackhouse at Vanderbilt.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. Jerry Stackhouse with Vanderbilt. Um, you know, and, and he got recruits, but it, it was a certain situation. Cause I remember, uh, Kenyon Martin's son was supposed to go to Vanderbilt. And, uh, it was a situation between him and Stackhouse. They didn't agree with one of the guys that's from here transferring to Vanderbilt. So he went to straight to the G League and started playing there.
3: Mm.
1: So it's. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's a hard, like, and then also I got family that's coaching in college basketball as well. And and he tells me every day how tough it is to keep kids around just because Mm -hmm. their, their mental is the next level instead of getting better as a person and as a player. And, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a rough business to, to have is, is coaching. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to get better, but hopefully it does. But, um, yeah,
3: it's... Well, I mean, I think that when you hear this, it gives you a, uh, a new appreciation for coaches like Phil Jackson. Yeah. Who, you know, can do the whole WUSA thing and the Kumbaya and let's all get on the same page and let's all focus on winning and, and all those types of things because if you don't have somebody on whatever level, whether it's NBA, college, whatever, who can make that happen, it's very difficult to win, especially when, like you said, everybody kind of has this me, me, me attitude. Yes. Um, I do a little podcast for the playbook on Thursday nights, and I told kids the other day, it's like, guys, the worst thing you can say to a college coach right now is is be talking about yourself all the time. Nobody wants to hear me, 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 because college coaches hear you saying that. Ooh, coach, look at me crying. Look at me do this. Look at me getting ready. Look at me with my trainer. My trainer. My my look at me with my massage therapist. Look at me with my and they say, you know what? When that shit gets here, it's not it's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be all about him. It's just gonna be me, mine, my, my and we can't have that. And
1: and that's partial and that's a partial thing that's ruining the game right now. Like I know when I came up, the main thing that our focus was we wanted to play as a team and if somebody was just the best of course he's going to get a better opportunity but if if he, a lot of college coaches liked me because the the style that i played i made everybody else better and enjoy the game at another level because i was i was what? mostly an energy guy and, and you can ask jason too like when we used to go back in school day after games the first thing they said was why do you do that like it would have made y'all better but i'm thinking in my mind the way that i helped my team play we won by like 2030 like but but it's like that mindset is long gone like when i see some of these trainers picking up cones and throwing balls at them i'm like that's not basketball what are you doing right like do you if, if he can if he can't go up against a guy that's my size what's a cone going to teach him <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but it's it's a different mentality now so now it's the trainer era before it was the, the get beat up to get better era you know what i mean right so i mean it's 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 not going to get better. I don't think it's going to get better.
3: Well, Herb, let me say this: if you can, if you didn't play like Kyrie played now, I want to hear about your basketball <laughs> this morning. I'm just gonna tell you I, that I'm I, on, I'm I was on the Kyrie training. Nah, me and Jason, I, me and Jason <laughs> are on the Kyrie train now. Come on back in here, Jay. Me and Jay on the Kyrie train. <laughs> tell him, <them>, Jay. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what, one thing I definitely didn't have was this handle. That is, mm mm-mm, I ain't nowhere near that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you, this dude, so this was a couple of months ago. (laughs) This man called me. He like, man, I'm up in here trying to get some new shoes, and these shoes looking crazy in here, but I wasn't going to get them because there was some LeBrons, I ain't going to win no LeBrons. And then he found out there was some Kyries, and he was like, Man, oh no. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm telling you guys, we're on the phone. This ain't like nah, he's not telling me the story. He's in line. Like trying to figure out if he's gonna buy these Kyries. I'm on the phone. Two kids and a wife. Oh no, Jay. Oh no. not I should I get him? Should I get him? That's the coach. I don't care, man. Get the shoes. I don't know, I like the boy the shoes it was nice. Get the shoes. But I can't be walking around with no Kyrie's on. Man. I don't know. I, I said, Coach, if you don't get off my phone and get the shoes, you know, I don't give a damn. If you like them, you like them. But Jay, but Jay, yeah, what, Coach? They tight though. They real tight. I'm telling you, like they tight. I like, get the damn shoes in. So, yeah, now he's like, oh, I'm on a Kyrie train now. He, he
3: all about Kyrie now. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you right now, and I kid you not, Jason, tell him the truth. I want those shoes so bad. They were by far the best shoes in the house. But I could not get them because they had Kyrie name on.